all that uh, tea before, you know? I know. I feel like we already talked. I feel like that's the real podcast. That would have been the real tea. We gave really good life advice and we spilled the tea. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Boy Band and Chill. And today we have another very special guest. We have the one some may consider the level-headed one, the balanced one. I just say the iconic one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dan C. Kiernan. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> what's up, Daniel? What's up, Daniel? What's up, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I love Even saying with the that. Middle initial? Yeah, you got to throw it in there. You know, when it's appropriate, you got to throw it in yes. there. When it's an official, when it's official situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm good. You know, trying to stay grounded and grateful in these crazy times. But um, yes. but you know, we're good. Uh, where are you? Uh, who are you with? All that jazz. Yes, I am out on Long Island. Okay. Uh, yes, Long Island, Strong Island, <laughs> in the uh, in the house I grew up in, okay. with my mom and my dog. Awesome. And that's awesome. Uh, you know that's where I've been quarantined. All right. And how's uh, how's mom doing? She's good. She is. Shout out to her. She is one of the essential workers. So she uh, works in a nursing home. So she's been working. Crazy long hours and with all the patients, uh, a lot of them have Corona. So she's definitely been very, uh, you know, on the front lines of all this craziness. So yeah, I try to help out. Yeah. Props to her. I try to at least cook her dinner every night and have a glass of wine waiting for when she gets home. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very good. That's a good job, Daniel. Thank you. Just trying to be a good son, you know. So how does how does that uh, make you feel when when she's going? You know, when she's going out there, are you are you pretty okay with it? Are you calm about it? Yeah, I mean, she you know she is um, a nursing manager and she's um, helps to teach the nurses, so she kind of does a lot more overseeing. Um, although since it's been going on, she's been super hands on with the patients, which has been a different thing for her. So. I guess it's nerve wracking, but she's always been super clean and really good with, you know, gloves and masks and all that, even before all this. So, okay, great. Yeah. I think she, we trust that she's good. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you in, in like a month. Um, I know. I, dude, what are you doing to kind of keep yourself uh, busy? Cause I mean, there ain't a, uh, we don't really have any <laughs> gigs till I would say late May, uh, maybe June. Hopefully, 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 uh, fingers crossed. Yes, yes. Um, just trying to balance either staying busy or also just kind of taking this cue from the universe to slow down a little bit and uh, also do a whole lot of nothing, you know? Um, when I do feel active, I'm doing a lot of writing and singing. I'm working on my cooking. Haven't quite Ooh. got to baking yet, but okay. I'm trying to leave this, uh, this quarantine a much better cook. Because when I'm in the city, I'm much more of like an Uber Eats type of um, chef. So yes, yes, get that, <laughs> so, get that. So I'm working on cooking, um, and yeah, but and just spending time with my dog, which I don't get to do a lot, you know. And just I would say for those of us that kind of hustle and really, especially artists, we're kind of always go go go. 
kind of embracing the time where we don't have to as much, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, no, I mean, that's, so, yeah. you know, it's a rare, it's a rare thing. And um, I think everybody um, deals with it a little bit differently. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But we're all in it together. Exactly. And that's the comforting part is that it's not just a few of us that are like, ah, the world's going on and we're just chilling. Everyone, except for, of course, potential employees, so many of us have to just like take a breather. So like I said, I'm trying to take this cue from either the universe, God, mother nature, whatever you believe in that we're kind of need to take a breather and take a moment to, you know, just, just chill a bit. And then within that, just stay grounded and grateful for what I do have and for my health and my family's health, you know? Yeah. And I feel like sure. that's all we're really supposed to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, dude, I feel like the last time I saw you was uh, Danchella. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That, that the, iconic the- music festival <laughs> called Danchella <laughs> happened in NYC. Yes. <laughs> Danchella coined by you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I just... Copyright- I, Copyrights to Edwin Ortega. Every time you say it, I want a quarter. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like that's kind of was like the end of the world party now because it was like three days after that is when everything kind of started shutting down like more and more, especially in the city. So it's kind of crazy the timing of all that. Dude, I I remember I was walking around and of course I had to be the guy to go to the bar and get an actual uh, Corona beer, right? (laughs) (laughs) In the midst of the Corona. In the midst of it, not thinking that we would we would be uh, where we are uh, today. So yeah, I would say that was probably the the last big event that I attended. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think none of us did. I remember ending the event and saying, "Don't worry about Corona. Everyone, give me a hug before you leave." <laughs> because I know I just was feeling so much love and such good vibes. So it was like you know, you don't even know what we didn't even think. I know. I think we definitely hugged at least like five times for sure. Absolutely. Like, it was that like, type of night. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a short, it was like a strong embrace. Like, no, it was like you came backstage and I like lifted you up. It was yeah. like one of those. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, so well, there goes that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man. And I mean, yeah. that, uh, Dan Chella was great, man. Everybody did. I mean, you did a great job. Your whole crew Thank did a great you. job. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, uh, you posting those videos out there. Uh, yes, yes, yes. They'll be out soon. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's going to be go great. And um, actually, somebody asked about this uh, before. They said, uh, can we expect another Dancella? Uh, Ooh, so- another one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, that was the original plan um, before, you know, all this craziness with Corona and everything happened in the world. The plan was to do a summer um, one. Uh, at like an outdoor venue um, that's, you know, yet to be announced, but I guess all that's pretty up in the air right now. <laughs> so, um, but definitely, yeah. So definitely another one, um, whether it's called Dancello or not, or the same type of thing, but definitely another event that just promotes um, artists supporting other artists, you know, cause that was the real um, point of the night was to not just play another show, but to have, uh, I think we had seven acts all together. And the goal was to really get other people, get their music in front of new audiences, new fans, friends, family, and just really um, have it be more like a community feeling, you know? Yeah. So 
I think it definitely accomplished that. One of the artists from it released a song, um, Neon Swan did last week. And then I saw Ah. almost every artist from Danchella that didn't know each other before sharing her stuff. So that was just a great example of, uh, of that, you know? So awesome. No, it was, uh, was I think it was a great success. You had a good turnout, good vibes, good energy. Yeah, um, I'm glad this everybody... guy, Edwin Ortega, suggested the idea for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pretty soon that's got to be a, a touring show if you keep saying that. Listen, I'm ready for it. <laughs> we um, said that that night. We were like, we should just take this show and just take it on tour throughout it Manhattan. Just, it just sounds right. It just sounds right. I think the, the marketing you did for it was was really good. And, you know, I, I listen, I tell people all the time, marketing, marketing, marketing. Don't just mm-hmm. post something up there and be like, Hey, I have a show next week at, you know, uh, wherever marketing, right. you got to let people know, this is what I'm doing. Why are you doing it? And, uh, exactly. I really liked, uh, who helped you out with the, um, your visuals for it? Cause I thought it was really good. Um, like the marketing, marketing stuff. Yeah. That actually was my childhood best friend who, uh, was actually my first girlfriend. Her name is Jen Puglisi. Now Reese, she, oh, hello. um, just has a a great hand at um, at design and stuff. And I told her I had the idea of kind of going off the Coachella vibes um, in the marketing, and she just made it all up for me. I, I thought it was great. I mean, you should definitely Thank have you. her uh, try to do something for the boy band because I thought it was once I saw it, I was like, yes, this is it. Yeah, she got it. Really good. Yeah. So the whole event was just a labor of a lot of friends and loved ones, like doing what they can to to contribute and to help. And that was really, I mean, that right there is a great example of it. Yeah. yeah. And by the, by the way, that, that question came to us uh, on Twitter from Miranda blue. Ah, Miranda blue. We love Thank Miranda. You very much. We love Miranda. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, man. So, uh, and by the way, if you don't already follow us on Twitter, if you're listening yes. to this, you should go do that at boy band and chill. You should go do that like right now so that you can yes. interact with us and ask us questions. Twitter is the only place where we are doing questions for the Boy Band and Chill podcast. So it's a little bit of a different, uh, just a different project than our touring show and all the, all the rest of that stuff. Um, we got to keep it separate from all the other messages. Well, here, here's all the, the thing. DMs. Here, yeah, well, I'm trying to slide <laughs> into those DMs. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. You know. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> no, well, well, here, here, here's why. Because you know, we, we, um, you know, music brings people together, and obviously, we, we go around doing music and interacting and putting on shows. But with this, with this project that is sort of still developing as we're doing it, you know, I think the the thought was thrown around of of maybe doing sort of like a like a view type of show podcast. Yeah. Um, which, you know, could work for that. I'm not sure. But we, can, we can see how it works. Um, but if that's the case, we would be discussing not only boy band stuff and I think the greatest decade ever, the 90s. Yes. But, you know, we might talk about some pop culture stuff, some political stuff and that can get kind of like, ooh. So we're just trying to keep everything separate. So yeah. podcast is at Boy Band and Chill on Twitter. And of course, you can go listen and subscribe 
and wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, I think mostly Apple Podcasts, iTunes. So go check that out. Yeah, Apple Podcasts is where it's at. Then you'll get, like, you can subscribe, you can leave us ratings, and you can get a notification every time we upload. So that's that's the way to do it. And we love a five star rating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Five star ratings only. That, yeah, that's it. Otherwise, just yeah, <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> so, what do you think is like the first thing you're gonna do once you know you, you have a bit of a bit of a, a loosening up of the situation? You know, when you're able to come out a little bit. I want to dance. That is that's the thing that I keep coming back to. Yes. I want to like go to a bar. I want to have some drinks with my friends in the city. And I want to, I want to, I want to dance. Same. You know, I feel like that's the thing, especially in New York. Like, obviously I love music and performances. It's what, you know, we do, but I feel like where, where did all the clubs go where we used to dance? Now there's seating and, you know, stuff like that. I think that's what I've missed most in these times is just like a DJ playing some good ass <laughs> music. And I was just dancing, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. And that sense of community you have when you're out dancing with friends and friends yeah. of friends and that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And hugs. I miss hugging people. I know. <laughs> it's a, ch- I know. <laughs> and you are a hugger. You are I'm a hugger. I'm such a hugger. <laughs> yeah. So I, I yeah. could see that. I miss hugging people too. Um, yeah. It's weird because I'm here with my grandma, but we're we're sort of doing the whole isolate thing. So we're not really it's weird. It's like you have somebody you're living with, but um you're not really interacting with that much because you're trying yeah. to keep separate and who knows what. And it's just a weird, weird time. Yeah, it's the same with my mom. That's why I say thank God for pets. Yeah. I think the only people who are enjoying the coronavirus are our cats and dogs, especially, because they get their owners home. <laughs> 24 seven. Well, see, yes, but here's the thing. Like I have Randy here and Randy, you know, we, he's a very possessive little dog. Yes. Uh, And he's been pretty good, but we actually have another dog here staying with us. We have, Ah. we actually have my mom's, my mom's dog staying with us because I told you my mom had uh, tested positive and she was in the hospital, but she's okay now. Thank God. But we took her, we took her, her dog. Um, and it's like night and day, like yeah. Randy is like jumping up, going outside, doing this, doing that. Uh, cookie, who's the other dog is like pooping all over the house, oh, God. Over the house. And I'm like, no, 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 That's no, not no. What we do here. That's not what we do here. I've never smelled pee or poop in this house like that before. <laughs> this is, this is not the gig. I think it's because I've noticed it with my dog too. I think it's because they have us home so often, so so much now that they're like, ah, all right, let me see what I can, like, let me see what I can get away with now, you know? Yeah, let me just test the waters real quick. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna keep it going with some of the uh, Twitter Twitter questions. All right, uh, we got one from Bernadette on Twitter. Bernie, what is, Bernie, what is your greatest accomplishment? What would you be doing if not singing? Oh gosh, that's a, those are two heavy questions. I know my greatest accomplishment. Oh gosh, I know. I 
I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I think my greatest accomplishment, not to get too uh, deep, would probably be releasing that song I just put out for my dad. I think that, um, not just because for uh, what it meant, but just to, to put out your own music is such an endeavor, you know? And um, growing up doing theater and all types of performing and then ultimately leading to music, I think having the strength to put out music is something I applaud all artists for, you know, any type of putting your own stuff out there. And uh, yeah, I think being able to put that out, not just for myself, but also to be able to help other people is something I'm really, something I'm really proud of. Um, so yeah, I guess I would say that. Um, the song is called The Other Side, if anyone wants to listen to it on uh, wherever good music is sold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah but i think that because it's it's putting something out that's not just like oh listen to my song it's like seeing how it can help and really affect people um and what would i be doing if i wasn't singing um i mean probably writing music for other people maybe mm. which is something i do enjoy doing and um or teaching i love teaching and uh coaching artists so probably that wow dude that yeah. that is so spot on like i feel like i i see that you know i see those those things about you uh teaching coaching i think it's definitely something you should add to your overall life you know tools yeah. um because i could definitely see that um i love the song i know you premiered it at the uh Dancella. yes um awesome job and thank you man i i, I so, so first of all, everybody go check it out and just give a listen to it and just enjoy it. Um, and I commend you for, you know, you, you do something that's very interesting. Like we, we're, we're all sort of open because we're artists and we're, you know, crazy and we're just kind of like, ah, here's my life and this is what I do and blah, blah, blah. But you are open, uh, so sincere and, and so sincere with your music. You know, where it's like, thank you. Like, it's not a gimmick. It's just like, this is like, this is me. This is what I do. And you just lay it out there. Um, and I think that that's, you know, that's definitely something commendable. I mean, it's, it's more than just the show and, and the big production. It's just like, that is you. That is yeah. you. You know, when you're like, when you say, hey, I feel this, that is what you feel. And yeah. I don't think. You know, especially I think coming, you know, interested in, in male and men culture, I think that's something that is so uh, frowned upon at times, you know, where like you, you can't, you know, you kind of have to second question uh, sharing a feeling and, and really putting it out there. And you really do that well. And, Thank you. Uh, I think you do it very classy. So shout out to you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I think, um, I think when you're doing music i think there's no choice but to be authentic you know it's like when you're especially going up from like a theater background you're always trying to bring like for me it was always like i want to bring as much as i can to whatever role i was playing so i could it could be raw you know right whereas like this is like with music you just it's i, I just feel like it's pointless if you're not bringing 100 of yourself because there is really no I mean, yes, like you said, there's like theatrics and there's a little bit of persona around things. But when it comes down to what you're saying, you know, it's like um, when I first started releasing music, I saw Star is Born with my grandma and uh, we went on a little date. 
And uh, towards the end of the movie, there's a quote that's like, all music is the same eight notes, you know, and there's billions and trillions of songs in this world, but it's what you have to say with those eight notes. You know what I'm saying? I'm completely misquoting it, but it's basically like, (laughs) it's, it's, it's about like anyone can make a song, but you have to have something to say. Also, people are looking at it and they're like, wait, does he mean the Gaga movie or what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But basically, Uh, regardless of where it's from, the quote is, you know, there's, it's it's all, it's really, music boils down to eight notes. What comes out of it is what you have to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right, so we got a question from Molly on Twitter. Uh, Hi, Molly. Hello, Molly. Hopefully, Ohio soon. Yeah. Uh, what got you into music originally? What got you into music? Into music. Um, into music specifically, I was working on a cruise ship in Europe. Um, I got into cruise ship performing after doing theater for a while. And uh, I really just got into music because I uh, went through a bad breakup and started writing like therapeutically relatable yes very relatable <laughs> and uh as i feel like most do and uh, or uh, artists do and uh my manager on the ship heard me rehearsing the song and was like oh that's a great song you should sing it tonight uh and pull put it at the end of the show and i was like what no no, no this wasn't for the public this isn't for me to sing this was just to like make myself feel better and then um the rest is kind of history i did it and it was like I felt like unlike anything I've ever felt before on stage because it wasn't nerves of like, Oh, what do I look like? What am I going to sound like? It was like, Oh, I'm about to like cut open my chest and share my heart, you know? Wow. And um, I think as performers, we're like, we've talked about this. We're like junkies for that high of like performing and the adrenaline and, you know, it's an addiction for sure. And then this was like, you know, times a hundred. As yeah. opposed to singing other people's music. So, um, yeah, after that night, I basically decided then to leave the company and come back to New York and try to make music happen. So that was that was the starting point. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to get down to some of the, uh, the most hard-hitting questions ever. We're going to start uh, with Dan Backstreet. Or in sync. This is a tough question, mm-hmm. and this is and this is an unfair question. I'm going to say that, <laughs> Be, you know, for obvious reasons. But I, you know, I was listening to Chris and Price in the podcast. So I've had a little time to think about this. Okay, because I feel like I normally just like spitfire the answer. You know. Okay. I will always appreciate Backstreet for their vocals. They always sang. They can always sing. They can still sing, you know? Yep. But I have to, I have to give my vote to NSYNC because the, the, they just took it, I feel sometimes to another level, like they really, really danced it out with the vocals on top, you know? Yes. Yes. And just the style on it had a little bit of more of um, an edge to it. You know, it wasn't, they weren't afraid to be dirty, literally. And, uh, and and not so pretty about it, you know? And I always responded to that. Like, I think back to when I was a kid and, like, really getting into ba- um, boy bands in general. 
And I even think like I wanted to dress like Justin, like I had the full, you know, the bandana and the whole, you know, what you see us wearing the shows now. <laughs> right, right, right. But I think back, like as a kid, I was like, it's tough. It was definitely back and forth. But now with my years of experience, I, I got to give it to NSYNC. All right. I'll take that. Yeah. I, I like that. That's a good answer. I know. It's controversial. Uh, well, we're going to keep it going with some more controversial <laughs> questions here. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Here we go. This is, we've been breaking it down with everybody just to, uh, just to build the level of, uh, you know, just silliness. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you think about Edvin Ortega when you first met? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. I remember this moment vividly. Oh. At my audition. I remember there was a bunch of us chilling out in the hall. There were some boys. I think there were some girls there too. I think there were some girl group auditions happening. And uh, I remember you came out and I was like, who is, you had energy. I was like, who is this like hyper young guy? Like you were like, it is chill. Like you were like, it's going to be fun. Don't even worry about it. Just come in there. Like we're going to have a good time, blah, blah, blah. And you like instantly set the tone for like, really for like what we do in the show, you know, like just to come and like give it all, no fear. Like, you know, it was really like, don't come in like a, um, like a stoic, like audition, you know, yeah, yeah. it was like very with your energy. So I think that was my first impression of you. I was like, Oh, he's fun. I want to be around him. Like I'm vibe wise. I was like, Oh, this is, this is happy. This is good. And then, um, yeah, from then it just grew into all different things. Just like such insane respect for you as like a as a leader and a business owner and a performer, you know. Um, but I mean, I could go on for hours. But oh first my god! Well, wise, well, listen, I got hours, wise, so you're like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, first impression, I was like, this is so cool, and this. It once I, I think when you see on paper what you're auditioning for, you're like, what is this? Yeah. And yeah. then once I met you, it kind of all. Like, it was like, what is this? But I want to do this. And then when I met you, I was like, oh, I'm, I have to do this. Like, I'm going to be in this. Like, this is, I need to do this. Great. Oh, awesome. Well, that's good <laughs> you to know, hear. so that was the impression. Awesome. Thank you. That's good to hear. Dude, you know, you came in, you came in and um, I think I told you this before, you know, obviously we loved your audition, uh, loved the vocals, but what really did it was looking you up uh, later on. I think, I don't know if it was Facebook or YouTube. And I think you had a video up from one of your ships where you were doing a yes. bunch of 90s stuff with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like denim and uh, like the wrap around your waist type of deal. Yeah, yeah, the flannel. And I was like, okay, I was like, all right, he, he gets the gig. That's the gig right yeah. there. And I was like, cool, let's go. That's it. Yeah, we, we got to create our own um, like mini shows on the ship sometimes like they'd be like oh who wants to it's 90s night in the bar let's have a pop-up performance and me and chance actually who does the abba show and does chance. the boyman show chance shout out to chance um <laughs> we made this uh this little 90s medley up and also complete spoiler alert i we had been friends for a few days and i think it was still up in the air if i was going to be in the boyman show or not and then i posted that video and was like oh well He'll say this and surely he'll get it. <laughs> but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's it's hard it. to be able to sell in an audition room what we do in our show. You yeah. Know, oh, no, it's super tough. Like that How was. How can you say like, hey, can you get in front of a crowd of a thousand people and just like. Yeah. Completely no. let it happen, you know? 
That was smart. And that's even like, you know, how we ended up, I think, you know, sort of vibing on, on doing the, uh, the ABBA project because I yeah. think, you know, you recognize that like, it's like, you can come in and do an audition and you could be good. It doesn't matter. You know, it's, that doesn't necessarily get you the gig, you know, it's oh, yeah. all these other factors. And I think, um, I think you, you do, you do really well recognizing that, recognizing how, how the ta- the raw talent transfers into like real life gigging, real life touring. Yeah. And what you need to bring to that, um, and I think you had you had that in the video, which was like super helpful to be like, oh, okay, this is how he is, guard down, performing, and exactly, just, and just living, you know, which is without the to, pressure, right? Because right. you guys had me full on. I know anybody else the situation had, but I had full on American Idol style with Edvin, well, Price, Chris, because <laughs> you had the ladies, price. <laughs> the table, and in a small, and they it was randomly like it was like a small corner room. And like, you guys didn't even all fit behind the table. And I was like, oh, there is a lot of people judging what I'm doing right now. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's um, which is fair. It was literally like, you know, Simon was priced for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I just love it. He was, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the minute. He was so focused. Yeah. Um, because but- I even remember like talking after and playing around doing little vocal stuff and seeing some people react to it. And he was just like stoic. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, yeah. is this the one, is he the one to impress? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dang, I've only been talking to an Edmund. Like, who is this dude? I know. I was like, oh, hey, nice. Cool. All right. <laughs> he said, can you do it again? Can you, can you give it more of a pop flavor, please? Right, right, right. <laughs> Gotta love a prize. Yeah. Uh, talking about Price, what was your first uh, impression of Price? Oh, my first impression. Well, that was my first impression in the audition for <laughs> sure. I was like, I'll, I was a little scared of Price, and and Price, like learning the show with Price and Chris, he does not mess around yeah. when you're when we're first learning the show. Like I was scared. I was like, yeah. which is crazy to think how we've become like family. But at first, I was like. Oh my god! I don't think he even likes me as a person. Like, yeah, he was real strict. But so that was my impression. Then once I started doing the show, my like biggest first impression, something I'm always so impressed by with Price is his um, consistent high notes. I think that is something that people don't acknowledge enough. That like, yeah, in the entertainment world in general, like our show is hard. Our show is long and like high energy nonstop. And he is still like rocking out these crazy high notes yeah. from beginning to end. And I was like, so, so, so impressed by that. But um, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And then I think our second weekend together, we ended up rooming together and then like literally didn't sleep, just stayed up all night talking and laughing. And then it was like, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. 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 For sure. But, yeah. Uh, and what about Mr. CJ, Christopher Jenner? <laughs> CJ, CJ, I, I've I've been trying to sell him on using that for like five years because you know I J, like it. JC, right? CJ, right. We need we need a CJ. We need like two letters to be like. Plus, it gets rid of the confusion of like Chris Jenner. You mean like keeping up with the Kardashians? Chris right, Jenner? right, right. You know, you know, I think CJ is cool. Like, hey guys, I'm CJ. You know, like that's yeah. But I whatever. Uh, yeah, but yeah. What did you think of Mister uh, Mister? Well, I remember CJ? him. I remember him being really nice in the audition. And then he was definitely a little more buddy-buddy when learning the show. It was like a little less um, like intense and intimidating. Yeah. But um, 
But no, I got a great impression of him when we had a vocal rehearsal before my first show that was just one-on-one and like really was like, if there, it was like, here's what you're gonna sing, but if there's a certain song that you really wanna sing, like one of my solos, like feel free to take it. And like, I just instantly got this vibe that I was like, oh, this is not like other situations because most performers in other environments would not, wouldn't say things like that, you know, like, oh, if you really want to sing this, take my solo, you know, yeah. thinking of like, you know, like high school, college type of mentality, which, so which it was nice to go ahead, which, which I never got, you know, we, we've experienced I, I that never in, in got that. And I'm yeah. like, for, first of all, when you think about it for us, right. You know, not to say that we don't do, let's say, individually original songs or that, or that we may not have something coming down the line, but, right, right. but you know, you're doing covers, you're tributing shows, songs. Right. It's not your solo, my solo, you know, whoever solo. It's the song right. was done by, you know, AJ McLean. This was his part. We're now covering it. However, right. however we choose or it's decided to then produce that on stage it shouldn't be like an individual thing it's just like hey you're you're representing a whole you know a whole group a whole brand it doesn't really matter exactly who sings this who does that whatever at the end of the day it still requires every individual to get it done exactly especially when it comes to solos because it's like how can you ever base that you know who sounds the most like the recording or who's the most original there's just no need for i'm a big fan of abundance Mm -hmm. Yeah. And someone else having a lot of good doesn't mean there's less good for you. Right. Yeah. And on the I, same page, it's like someone's strength doesn't mean, you know, because someone's maybe a better dancer than you doesn't mean you're less of one, you know, like right. someone's strength had nothing to do with your weaknesses, you know? Um, right. But I was really, I really was struck by that with Chris and my first gig that wasn't actually my first gig because I had such bad food poisoning. I did the sound check <laughs> and then could not get on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only certain boy band fans know this good old information. Yeah. Chris was like all day that day, like taking care of me, getting me whatever I needed, like trying to review choreo with me as I was like, you know, barely awake. So yeah. 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 But yeah. That. Yeah. And then, yes, same with everyone. Then everything just like grew and evolved. And, you know, it's a really special, it's a special connection with all this. And I appreciate that. But just on first impressions, that was, that was a good first impression. All right. Well, there it is. There it is. Everything is great in Wonderland. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, no, no. But, but thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. Uh, I'm sure the guys appreciate it. Um, dude, so yeah. what do you think? Well, give me a date that you think we will be out of this. When do I get to see that, <sighs> that, that smiley face again? Oh God. What I wouldn't give to meet at the Starbucks that we meet at an undisclosed location because we yeah. can't tell you all that <laughs> to see your car pull up or to show up to the airport. And what I wouldn't give my, it, my dream is for May for things to slowly start getting back to normal. Yeah. And by mid-May, June to be, uh, you know, back in our gig. But one hour at a time, one day at a time, like we like to say. But um, yeah, I think it. the important thing is that when this is all up, everyone, like I was saying, I want to dance. I want to sing. Everyone's going to want to celebrate. And yes. our show just celebrates life and nostalgia. And I think everything that our show makes people feel is what everyone's going to need when this is all over, you know? So yeah, 
I'm excited to like, like I already can just think ahead to like what's going to look, be able to look out and see a group of people smiling again and like hugging again, enjoying life again. I think that's going to be really exciting to be, you know, like a part of that for people. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, dude, so I'm May, June, s- fingers crossed. May, June. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, that to me is more of an official, <laughs> official, uh, <laughs> prediction than anybody else's. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> Um, I don't care what the news says. That's what I'm going with. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm so glad we made this happen, man. We've been trying to make it happen for a few days and I'm glad we, I know. Uh, we finally, my, mind you, we've been talking prior to this for like a couple of hours exactly. leading up to this, <laughs> literally talking about, you know, everything that's transpired this year. And now we're like, Oh, wait, we should probably have recorded some of that. Right. So, uh, but I think we've shared the parts that we want to share, which is, you know, in these trying times, one hour at a time, one day at a time, whatever works for you, you know, when you're feeling good, go with it, make something happen. And if you're not chill on the couch at your dog and that's totally okay. That's it. That's yeah. it. Well, dude, I, uh, I'm available tonight for some, uh, virtual cocktails. For some like. zoom happy hour. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Feel free to text. I just, I just have to uh, FaceTime the little kiddo, and then, uh, and then I am free. Sounds uh, good. Um, but uh, thank you once again. This was the uh, the third interview, uh, the third plant interview for Boy Band and Chill. Like I said, we'll we'll come back, and it's going to be a little revamped, a little bit different. Yeah. Um, set, tweet, tweet us your ideas of what you would like to see from this podcast. How can we? best entertain you, uh, inform you, and just kind of keep it company. Just keep it company uh, during this time and maybe a little thereafter. Uh, yeah. so tweet us at Boyband and Chill. Check us out uh, with the uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, all that good stuff. And uh, give it up for Dancy Kiernan one more time. Hey, thank you, thank you. And for Edvina Valentina, Edvin Ortega. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next time.